Okay, so we talked pretty in depth about the Iowa caucus mm-hmm. last episode. So now the Iowa clock, uh, Iowa. Why am I? I think I have multiple sclerosis. <laughs> I don't understand why I keep stuttering. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> time we try to start this but we didn't schedule the time but it was 20 minutes earlier than last time so do you know what that reminds me of what it reminds me of what the dad said in parasite when he said the best plan is no plan because mm-hmm. then you can never be disappointed yeah and that kind of fits into this it's like if we don't set a time then we could never like be failures it's just because if it happens and it's spontaneous and we win yeah okay well hello hi welcome to politics hello we will probably talk about politics but the first like most pressing issues are the bachelor (laughs) and then the oscars so we definitely have to like dive deep into both of those things and then the fact that tomorrow's valentine's day and and, we're both single and we'll be spending it together we're siblings in case you guys were wondering i don't think it's sad i don't think it's sad because some people like never have love in their lives and that's sad, but like we have a lot of love in our lives. I don't love you. I wasn't talking about you. In the <laughs> I didn't say I loved you either. I was just talking about in general. Like some people are like truly alone. Well, yeah. If you want to like look at it like and make me sound like a piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. At least we're not dead. Right. Or I don't know. Like it could be worse. It could. T- it could always be worse. You could be like Jeffrey Epstein. How do you think he would have spent Valentine's Day? I'm not prepared <laughs> to say that on there. Because I think we both know exactly how he would be spending Valentine's Day. Yes, I think that we both do know that. Anyway, The Bachelor. So he sent home Kelly, the attorney, which I am not here for. So I just want to get this off my chest. I hate this season. A lot of people feel that way. And I would like to apologize to the universe and to my sister. Why? And to everybody else that I argued this with because it was quite a few people. I really wanted Peter to be the bachelor. You did. I You did. I forgot thought about that. Thought he was hot. I thought that he would be fun. I thought it would be cute and I just really wanted to watch him. I was just so no. sexually attracted to him. No. But this season is a mess. He's a bad bachelor. He's a terrible. He not only is he a bad bachelor, but this these girls are not good contestants. Are terrible, and I'm waving my fucking finger. Okay, so here's what I think. I think that Peter is a really good metaphor for like our current political climate. Okay, and that like I don't know. Think about like Joe Biden. Like everyone was really excited about Joe. Everyone thought that he was gonna like take it to the bank, and then here and we he's are. like epically failing. And that's what's happening with Peter is everybody was like, oh, he's cute. He is a pilot. He's 28. Like, this is going to be a really good season. And he's not a good bachelor. He's not a good contestant. And so all of the girls around him are also, like, not good at being bachelorettes. Yeah, it, the whole thing. just the, the So s- then that's kind of, like, reminiscent of, like, people voting for politicians. It's like people voting for bad politicians like the girls on that show are the equivalent of like women that voted for trump (laughs) (laughs) 
so Wait, you, do I, am I making sense? So you were up, up until, until that. that point. Let me try to bring it back. Rock so like boat. all these girls like wanting to at the end of this be like his wife or his fiance or mm-hmm. whatever. So they're like trying really hard to win this game. But he is not a good like end result. So that's where I think it comes in. As far as like, it's like it's, we're putting all our. It's the equivalent of somebody voting for someone that would not make a good president. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. My, I've watched several seasons of this show, and I have never ever because there's been bad bachelors. There's always been bad bachelors. Like that's happened before, where you're just has like, there. Yeah, like this. Not in this specific. There's been sense. bad guys. There's been bad guys, but then there's been guys like that. You're just like, uh. Yeah. And with him, he spent the first, like, four episodes crying over one girl. And then the next two episodes, like, with all this drama with this other girl. And then, like, kicked her off and then brought her back. And then, yeah. So he kind of set himself up for failure. And, like, all the other girls were pissed. Everybody was unhappy. And now he's down to the – I was watching it on Monday, and he's down to the final four. He is, yeah. It's and like hometown time. I was so surprised that there was not that many girls left because I don't have a connection with – any of these chicks. No. No. I'm not, like, emotionally invested in any of them. No. Do you have, like, a good case? Like, if we were going to try to make a case to somebody on, like, why they needed to watch The Bachelor, mm-hmm. like, what would you tell them? Why do we talk about it? Why do we spend the first 20 minutes of our podcast talking about The Bachelor? I think I have a case for it, but. Because it's fun to pick a person and watch the competition and it's like survivor Mm -hmm. it's like why we like watching survivor it's like why we like watching american idol we like the competition yeah as humans well what did chelsea say it's multifaceted it is because you've got the bachelor the bachelorette bachelor in paradise bachelor nation in general becomes like a total cult following and not only that and i have said this before and i will stand this forever the bachelor is gender equality because because that's what we talk about here we talk about political issues gender equality political issue when you're on the bachelor they make the girls fight and act stupid Mm -hmm. and throw themselves all jump through hoops for some stupid ass guy but then they turn around on the bachelorette and they make the guys bitch and moan and cry and do the same dumb shit for a girl so they that's... treat them equally. They make them all look like trash yeah. together as a collective unit. They don't make the guys look good and the girls look slutty. Everybody looks like garbage as a whole. Everybody looks pretty bad. Everybody looks pretty bad. And not only that, they typically make the guy the villains on the show whenever they're together. Like Bachelor in Paradise, who is the villain? Blake. Blake. Every guy became a villain at some point. Yeah. Because then JPJ became the villain. And then Clay became the villain because he didn't end up picking Nicole at the end. Yeah, and the confrontations with the girls were that any of the girls got in were very short. Yeah. They didn't make a big deal out of it. It wasn't like the guys. There was like a physical fist fight. Right. Normally they do that to the females whenever it's a reality show. The guys just sit around with the girls fist fight and argue and do whatever and do whatever but the bachelor bachelor nation doesn't do that so i stand you 
I'm just into anything that's like pop culture. Yeah. So anything that's popular and anything that you can find like a multiple like hashtag situation for it on Instagram is like fun to me. Mm-hmm. So like whatever show everybody's watching, I'm probably watching. And I think it's fun to talk about. I like knowing about that kind of stuff. Because I have like multiple friend groups where like the first thing upon seeing each other is like, did you see what Pete did this week? Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, I don't know, it's a cultural conversation. I explained that to somebody before about watching The Handmaid's Tale. It's like, well, what's the point? It's like, because it's like you well, have it's to a be... fun show. Aside from that, it's like, it's a conversation piece. Yeah. It's... Everybody's watching it. So yeah. have something to talk about with a complete stranger. It's It unites us as a nation. Yes. In this political climate with all of this turmoil. Maybe if we had boyfriends, we would be doing something different. <laughs> I don't know. If I had a boyfriend, I would want him to watch The Bachelor with me. If I had a boyfriend, I would want him to watch The Bachelor with me, too. I feel like that's something good boyfriends would do. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't complain about it. They would enjoy it. Exactly. So what we really need to talk about now. Are the Oscars? Are the Oscars. Because that is like. Ten times what I was just talking about as far as, like, cultural phenomenons and, like, mm-hmm. conversation pieces. I don't I don't understand when people are like, oh, I don't really watch the Oscars. I'm not really, like, into it. I'm not into award season. Because that is so foreign to me. That would be the equivalent of somebody was like, yeah, I just, I don't really like breathing all that much. <laughs> it's just, like, not fun and kind of boring. That's how I feel. It's, like, how, like, it's on ABC. That's, like, the main like channel that the like, main channel like yeah. everything is on abc like how are you not watching the oscars i've been watching the oscars am i shaming people right now yeah because a lot of people don't watch the oscars i have been watching the oscars since i was a little boy i have always loved the oscars i loved the clothes i loved the ceremony i loved the pomp and circumstance of the event and how serious everybody is there even though it's just Film stars, giving film stars awards. But it's still such an honor. To get an Oscar. To get an Oscar. Well, and I think that you and I personally just grew up watching a lot of TV. And a lot of movies. And watching a lot of movies. And if you were somebody that didn't grow up watching a lot of TV and watching a lot of movies, then that's probably why you're not into that stuff. Or if you're not into the establishment. If you're like a socialist, you're probably not into the Oscars either. Well, and I think, too, also, a lot of people take issue with that. It's like 68% male and like 59% white. Yeah. I don't know that everybody cared about that like 10 years ago. Well, because we didn't really, that wasn't a cultural conversation 10 years ago. It wasn't it a cultural now. conversation. It is now. So that's why, and we know those things now. That type of, that type of information wasn't available. as available. So... To a wide enough audience. Right. To where people can start to pick up on it. But not because of things like the internet. Everything at, is everywhere. You have and it only takes to- one person to pick up on something to say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And then someone else. But why is that, though? I mean, we could easily have watched the Oscars in 1996 and seen that only men were nominated for Best Director and only white actresses and actors were nominated for Oscars. Like, because we wouldn't have thought that anything was wrong with that. That was just part of society at that time. Even as close as, like, the 90s? Well, yeah. So The, the majority of the country at that point was still white. 
how has it changed so drastically? We've had a lot of a lot of immigration over the last 20, 30 years. And white populations have less children mm-hmm. than a lot of minority populations do. So. So just over the last 30 years, there's just been a lot of people fucking. A lot of people fucking. <laughs> and making children. And making children. That makes sense. Well, I hope those children watch the Oscars in 2020 because it was great. Parasite was an amazing movie. I was so happy it won. So I thought the Joker was going to win Best Picture. You picked Parasite. I did pick Parasite. Why did you pick Parasite for Best Picture? Because I thought it deserved it, and I thought it was just enough of an underdog for the Academy to be like, fuck yeah. Like, we're going to pick this one. We're going to pick this movie. I thought Joker was going to win – one, I wanted it to win because I liked that movie. Oh, I loved Joker. But... A lot. And Joaquin Phoenix is kind of like a veteran in terms of mm-hmm. he's an A-list actor. So I thought that he would uh, – just because he was in it, I thought that it would get Best Picture. But there's still a couple of movies that we didn't even see yet that I would still like to see. I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I don't. That movie looks weird. It is weird, but I think we'll like it. I want to see 1917, and I want to see Little Women. I don't want to see Little Women. I don't want to see Little Women, but I, I will watch it. I don't like that story because it bothers me that Teddy ends up with whichever fucking sister isn't Joe and isn't dead and isn't the other one. <laughs> okay. Why does that bother you? Because you, they spend the whole like first act like she doesn't like him, but he's like in love with her, and it's cute. But then like she ends up falling in love with him, I think. In the story, anyway. I don't know about in this particular adaptation. But then he's like, oh, well, I married the not dead and not other one sister that's not Joe. Okay. <laughs> and it's boring. I hate that time period. I don't give a fuck. What is it? Victorian? No. It, first of all, this takes place in the United States. Victorian. I thought it was English. No. It's like a bunch of English actresses. I know. But they all have American accents. Oh, really? Yeah. Takes place during the Civil War, mm. but in the North, so it's 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 like in Massachusetts. Or some okay, shit. so does that even like matter? The Civil War in Massachusetts? I don't know because you don't ever hear think about the context of the Civil War because it the Civil War took place in the South. Right, that's the only thing I think of is yeah, like, because none of it took place in the North. That's weird. Yeah. Our nation's history is really weird, and we've talked about that before. Yeah, it's very strange. About how, like, what was going on on one side of the country was not going on on the the other side. Well, Gettysburg was in Pennsylvania, disclaimer, but that was one fight. Like, When was that? 1863. That was part of the Civil War. When did Little Women take place? What year, I guess, was it supposed to take place? It's like eight, probably, I think the end of it is like 1868. It was published in 1868 and 1869. Maybe we need to read it. What else about the Oscars? The show was boring. I didn't give a fuck about anybody except in speech. I was happy over the winners. I really liked Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. And then as a young gay male... (laughs) (laughs) I was obsessed with Judy Garland from a very young age. So I loved Judy. I wanted to cry the entire movie. And I, I read something about her speech today and how, like, 
It didn't make any goddamn sense. Not only that, but then everyone was like, what is that with her accent? <laughs> like, she's from Texas. She's from Texas. But she doesn't always talk like that. Well, she's probably one of those actresses. Because remember, like, in the 2000s when, like, actresses would have that weird, that acted weird, uh, way of speaking. Inflection, yes. Yes. But she's done that before. Yeah, she has. Which we have talked about. But it was probably to cover up that fucked up Texas accent. Because I guarantee yeah, you that's you what she sounds like. Yeah, but you can't just, like, all of a sudden, like step onto the scene like at the Oscars with like a thick ass like Sandy from Spongebob accent (laughs) (laughs) because that's what it was and it took everybody by surprise we all know she's from Texas but like I've never heard her talk I guarantee you that's what she sounds like in real life well I'm sure it is I've just never heard her talk like that no because she's crazy I like that there wasn't a host Mm -hmm. because it went smoothly Mm -hmm. so it was like a solid like I think it only went over by like 20 minutes. Oh, I was pissed that when they sang the song from Frozen, they had all those actresses from like all over the world. Why? Because I get it. Like diversity and it's beautiful and wonderful, but I didn't fucking need to hear that song partly in Danish for 10 seconds. I could have just heard Adina Menzel sing it and I'd have been just fine. I really like the Panic at the Disco version of that song. That's interesting because I do not. I think it's really good. So I would have liked it if Panic at the Disco was at the Oscars. (laughs) Brandon (laughs) Urie. Yeah, why don't you like that? Why don't I like, like that? Panic at the Disco. Why don't you I like do that not version like that version because I like the one from the movie. Oh well, yeah, because it's Idina Menzel singing. Exactly, it. I don't need to hear it from anybody else. No one else can sing it. That's it. It's over. Um, it's like when they sang "Defying Gravity" on Glee, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, Kurt!" And I remember being like 16 years old and being like, "Oh my God, it's so inspirational." Those covers of that song fucking suck, and no one else should sing that song but Idina Menzel. Thank you. Do you remember anything other than who won? I remember Billie Eilish singing the In Memorandum. Her voice was really pretty. It was. I was interested to see what she was going to do there. Because I wasn't sure why she was there. I don't know why it took us so long to figure out that she was going to sing the In Memoriam. Like, what the fuck else would she do? I don't know. I don't know either. But, like, for the longest time... Well, we all were kind of like, what's she going to sing? Well, I thought she was going to sing with Elton John. I was like, oh, wouldn't that be interesting? But then that doesn't make any sense. Like, after he performed and she wasn't there, I was like, oh, she's she's probably going to sing the In Memoriam. I just thought it was kind of tacky that they advertised that she was going to be there. Because I remember them seeing the commercial, like, Billie Eilish performing at the Oscars. Well, I think they probably had to do that because she, like, took home so many Grammys. I know, but that's kind of – I don't know. I just thought it was weird. So – but think about, like, okay, the ratings keep going down for these award shows. Yep. So, like, young kids and whoever else mm-hmm. like Billie Eilish. So mm-hmm. they were probably like, maybe we'll get more people to watch it if they know that Billie Eilish is going to be here. Well, getting Billie Eilish to sing the In Memoriam is not a way that they're going to attract the youth vote. So whoever came up with that idea. No, but just, like, hearing her name. Like, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Yeah, but again, that like as much as I like Billie Eilish, that doesn't inspire like exciting television. Like I could just listen to Billie Eilish and I'd be fine. Right. Yeah, but you're not like a 13 year old girl because that's who they want to watch the Oscars: the 13 year old girls. The 13 year old girls. <laughs> oh, I remember being a 13 year old girl and like watching the Oscars. Oh my god, that was the year that Jennifer Hudson won when I was when I was 13. I for remember Dream Girls for Dream Girls. Oh man, I remember when. Leonardo DiCaprio finally won for The Revenant, and that was, like, a like a landmark Moment. event in my life. Like, 
my life is divided into like my life before Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar and then my life afterwards. We need to talk about politics now. So the president was impeached, but he's still the president. Yeah, he was impeached, and he was in... Oh, my God, I can't speak. I'm such a stupid little slut. I'm sorry. (laughs) The president was impeached, but he was acquitted by the Senate. So what does that mean for us? What does that mean for, like, all of us little girls out here? I mean, it it means he's still the president. I mean, he'll forever have, like, the impeachment. It's like a notary stamp. So he's, like, the fourth president that's been impeached? Third. I thought there was already three. Nope. Just two. Just two. Okay. So he is the third. He is the third. President to be impeached. Andrew Johnson was the first. He was acquitted by the Senate sometime in the 1860s. I think we've talked about this before. Yes. During, it was actually at the same time as Little Women, while the slutty sister was stealing fucking the the other sister's boyfriend. And then Richard Nixon was not impeached because he resigned before that could happen. And then Mm -hmm, there was... mm -hmm. There was Mr. Billy. So that is three. I said Nixon was not impeached. But he was about to be. He was about to be. He was okay. almost. He was like. So does Donald Trump like have to register as like an impeached president everywhere he goes? He's <laughs> a sex offender. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's on like his list. I am impeached. Eh. Like that's basically what it means. Yeah. Like that's it. It's just Nancy Pelosi sticking her fucking tongue out. So like he's still. What I just feel like he shouldn't be able to run for a second term if he's been impeached. Well, that's the process. They went through the process, right? And the process said that he's not guilty, so he is. But allowed. he was impeached, right? But he was found not guilty. If you're charged with murder, but you're found not guilty, you can still go on and live your life, right? Because you weren't charged. If you were charged and found not guilty, you could still go on and live your life. Yes. So what's the point of saying he's impeached if it? Because he was still charged. Because it still sucks. Like, could you imagine, like, oh, I was charged with murder. Like, you still have that, eh, but it's not, there's not, like, a physical right. ramification to it. It's just, there's, like, a aurora of suspicion around you. <laughs> Everybody, like, will forever, like, squint at you with a squinty eye. Well, yeah, think about, whenever you think of the Clinton presidency, what is the first thing you think of? I think of Monica Lewinsky. And what did that lead to? Impeachment. There you go. That but is the I don't only think thing. about that. You th- I literally just think about him having an affair with Monica Lewinsky. I don't yeah, think but the reason like, that you think about that is because he was impeached for it. No. The reason I think about it is because I think about him, like, jizzing on her dress. But the reason that we know that, that the reason you know that he jizzed on her dress is because he was impeached. Think about it. He was president for eight years, mm-hmm. and your first thought is dick in your mouth. Yeah. The only reason you know about that is because they were investigating him because they wanted to impeach him, and they did. But if they didn't impeach him, you wouldn't think about any of it. You wouldn't think about there would be not. You would think about him in the fucking healthcare, and that's it. Maybe because we wouldn't know that that happened. That's why we know that. We wouldn't know about it even if they didn't decide to impeach him. No, like if there was like some sort of scandal. No. Because they were investigating. We knew he likes to cheat on his women, or that he liked to cheat on Hillary. We already knew that about him. But they were looking and searching and reaching, trying to find something. Right. And that's how they got a hold of Linda Tripp, 
who is the one that revealed the contents of the blue dress. He, it, it's just, it's a stain on your legacy. Legacy. But he already had, like, multiple stains on his legacy. Well, there's just another like, one. Like, he was never somebody that, like, everybody really admired. And, like, even before he was president, like, he wasn't, like, a super nice guy. And he was talked about in the media. I don't know. He wasn't seen as, like, this incredibly he wasn't revered. successful, you know, businessman. Right. But to his followers, he was and is. So he didn't give a shit about any of that. He gives a shit that he was impeached because that's like a physical thing you can look at. Like a, like a failure that you can. Like an ant. Yeah. Like, like mm. a tangible failure. Yes. There's weight to it. It's not just someone getting on TV and saying, oh, you're a piece of shit. Meh. Right. It's, there's like. It's the Congress saying you're a piece of shit. There's like a piece of paper that says you Are fucking suck. Yes. Exactly. But at the end of the day, we knew he wasn't going to get convicted. Yeah, nobody thought that he was actually going to get charged with anything. No. So is that an even bigger victory for him? It depends. We will see. That's the big question. Did he not go off on Twitter like he usually does? Of course he did. So, of course, he made himself look stupid and took all the wind out of the sails of that. Yeah. But the trial was interesting because they didn't call any witnesses. Why wouldn't they call? Did they call witnesses for Bill Clinton? Yes. So why didn't they call witnesses for Donald Trump? Because they didn't want to. Who would have they call? Who would they have called? All the people that the House wanted to call. All the pe- John Bolton, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I listened to them on my trip to Austin. For three hours in the car, I just sat and listened to the Democrats in the the impeachment managers, as they are called, Mm -hmm. just going on and on and on. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, these people have got to know that, like, this isn't going to change any of the minds in this room. Right. Which we've also talked about before, like, like, even though we knew it wasn't going to do anything, you still have to go through the process. Yeah. It's just... it's, I wonder what it's like, what's going through your head. Like, you're giving this long and impassioned speech, but you know none of them give a shit. Nothing and they're all just happen. like in their head, fucking counting sheep and singing Conga by Gloria Estefan. Yeah. Like, they're just like texting back and forth on like, <laughs> like oh, where they're going to go eat when this is done. Yeah. Titties. But what I thought was interesting because. Leading up to the vote on the witnesses, everybody was wondering if any of the Republicans would vote to call witnesses. Because you have a couple of Republican senators that are up for re-election this year that are in purple states. Which means that they... They could go either way. They're bisexual. They're bisexual, like Kirsten Sinema. Yes. And speaking of Kirsten Sinema... We miss her. We miss her, but she's important in this... In what I'm about to say. So her opponent in the election that she just won in 2018. Her name is Martha McSally. She was, she lost the race to Kirsten Cinema. But there was another Senate seat that was open because John, McC- John McCain's seat, because he had died and they needed to fill it. Right. So the governor of Arizona picked 
her, Martha, Martha McSally, McSally, for this other seat. So even though she lost to Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema took the seat that she won in the election, and then the other seat, just Martha McSally, just got picked for it, and she has it now. So she's running now to get elected to that seat. Do you follow me? Makes sense. So she's already in it, but she's got to be reelected to get it again. Yes. Okay. So she's running for that seat. Mm-hmm. That state just went blue in this past election and voted against her. She lost. Oh. Because she lost to Kristen Cinema. Right. So now she's running for this other seat. So that puts that makes. So it could be either red or blue. It could be either red or blue. Okay. And red plus blue makes purple. And Got red it. plus blue makes purple. But. She's one of the senators that people were wondering if she was going to vote to call witnesses because she has to get Democratic support in her state to win this election. So why would a Democrat vote for her in the first place? Because how do I word She's this? a Republican senator. She's a Republican senator. So why would she want Democratic votes? Because Arizona is typically a red state. Mm-hmm. It's voted red the last several election cycles. It's only now starting to trend purple. Mm -hmm. In a state like that, there's a lot of independents. They're not registered Democrats or Republicans. They vote vote towards their interest when the time arises. Yes, but they've started a little – trending a little bit towards the Democrats Mm -hmm. in that state, especially because of Trump. So she needs those votes. The independents in the state don't particularly like Trump all that much. Mm-hmm. So people were – she was one of the senators that people were wondering. Okay. There's Cory Gardner. He's up for re-election. He's a senator out of Colorado. Colorado is now, like, pretty much a blue state at this yeah, point. Yeah, I would imagine. He's a Republican up for re-election in a blue state, mm-hmm. essentially. It's still kind of purple, but it's trending blue. Right. You would think that he might vote. No, did not vote to call witnesses either. So these women and that guy Mm -hmm. that need Democratic votes should have in their best interest called witnesses to appeal to that that group. That was what people were wondering if they would do so. Right. We don't know yet if it would have been in their best interest or not. Because as much as we say it probably is, they probably had, you know, actual, like, strategists and shit that are like, no, you got to get these voters over here instead. Fuck them. Okay. (sighs) That makes sense, though. Yeah, so you don't don't know. Yeah. So that's why everybody was wondering. Well, and if she got that seat kind of just handed to her the first time, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could easily just happen again, right? Well, no, she would – now she has to get reelected. The only reason she was – appointed to it is because the person that had it died i see but now she actually has to earn it now she has to earn it and the only race she's ran so far she's lost Mm -hmm. so right sticky situation for miss martha mcsally so they didn't call any witnesses nope what would witnesses have what purpose would they have served? The same thing, to sit there and say, this is what we know, this is what we saw, this is what we think. Cuckoo, cachoo. But we know that he did this thing. I know, that's the whole thing, is that we know and we know that they don't give a fuck that he did it. Do they not care, or do they care more about, like, their own... They care more about their own agenda. That's like why they don't agenda. care. Yeah. Like, how bad it would look if they actually spoke out against, like, someone in Well, because they're party. afraid of him. Right. What would he do? 
Like, could he have them murdered? No. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah, but still, like. No, just one bad word against them. Fundraising could start drying up. Mm-hmm. Voters could, you know, deflect. Because his supporters are a lot like Bernie Sanders supporters, where. We'll talk about that. Because that's a thing. That's uh, People keep making that comparison between Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. Not them as people. Their campaign. And not even necessarily their campaign, because Bernie isn't campaigning in a nasty way. No. He's just like the anti-establishment. He's the anti-establishment, but his followers are starting to get a little... Yeah. Like, diehards. Yes. And it's off-putting. And it makes me not want to vote with them. I don't like Bernie Sanders. I do not like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Tell us how you really fucking feel. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to do that right now. I can't fucking stand the sound of his voice. I don't. I just can't stand Bernie Sanders. I think I can't really get into like why I don't like him because I don't want to turn off any of our listeners. Yeah. And no, I will say fine. this. If he is the nominee, I will be the first fucking one out there with the sign yeah. and the revolution and what the fuck ever. Like, yeah. I, I absolutely would support him 125%. If he, if he got the nomination. And not even in that, like, fake bullshit way yeah. that, like, Sanders supporters kind of did Hillary where they were like, yeah, I'll support her. Yeah, like, I, I really don't want Donald Trump to be president again. So I, I would be in it. Yeah. But during this process, I would literally rather have Michael fucking Bennett as the nominee than Bernie Sanders. Before we get into that, is there anything else we need to know about the acquittal? No, they Before- fucking acquitted him, and we're going to forget about it in three weeks. Yeah. Oh, Mitt Romney. So they thought that no Republicans were going to, like, vote in favor of taking him out of office. And, and he did. And he did. Why did he? Because he's Mitt Romney, and he's just... I just, I always think of him, like, when they do impersonate him on Saturday Night Live and the guy's always drinking milk. (laughs) (laughs) A round of milks. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. I hate milk. (laughs) 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 Is that Jason Sudeikis? Yes. That plays him? Yeah. 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 Well, good for you, Mitt Romney. You're still never going to be president. So why do you think he he voted in favor of kicking him out of office? Because so if the Democrats So we could have this conversation. So we could so have we this could be talking about Mitt Romney. Yeah, because Mitt Romney's lonely and misses us. What does he do now? He's a senator oh. out of Utah. I was gonna say he runs a kiosk at the mall. <laughs> well, he voted to impeach or he voted to convict him, so what the fuck else would he be doing? I don't know. I don't, Bobby, I don't know anything about politics. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you do. You what, know more than you think. I don't know what any of this means. Okay, so we only had one Republican vote to convict him. Yeah. But no Democrats voted to convict Bill Clinton. Is it fair to make the same comparison, like, between both situations? No. Why? Because I was different presidents, different time, different political atmosphere. Different situations? Yeah. Different reasoning for... in. For doing what they did. So can you like objectively say what you think is worse? Objectively. Bill Clinton getting his dick sucked in the Oval Office is not the same thing 
as, as blackmailing a country as Trump. Yes. Blackmailing a country is lying to the is. However, is getting up in front of the country as the president of the United States under oath and lying about your conduct as bad as, say, obstructing Congress, which was the second impeachment charge. I think there's an equivalence that you could probably find there. Because Bill Clinton lied originally. Yes. I don't know if I can speak objectively, but I guess my my initial thought, which is probably wrong, is that like what goes on like in his personal life doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it does. Same thing with Trump. I don't care. That's one thing that I can't stand fucking liberals bitching about. Is, oh, Trump's had three wives. Should, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. And then that like he's cheating. dragging like Stormy Daniels. Yeah, out like of. who cares? Yeah. I, yeah, I would have to agree. I don't think that their personal lives necessarily matter. But what you said about lying under oath about his conduct, that makes it worse. Yes. Because he got up and called and essentially called that woman a liar. Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. Once again, the Clintons are bad people. Yeah, we know. I don't think we've tried to make any excuses for them. I just think no. that the only situation... I would still vote for you, though, Hillary. I love you, baby. The only... <laughs> <laughs> the only situation we can, I guess, draw examples from is the only other impeachment that we've seen, which was in the mid-'90s. Yeah, because unless... Do you want to get into the Andrew Johnson impeachment? <laughs> yeah, as soon as we read Little Women, we can talk about it. I don't even know why the fuck he was... Well, he, yeah, what was he even impeached for? Something to do with... there was He didn't fire someone he was supposed to, or he put someone in place that he wasn't supposed to. He did something that he was not supposed to do with a human being in a position, and they got... Congress got pissed about it. I mean, it was the 1860s. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you weren't allowed to do anything then. They impeached him with 11 charges. Okay, here so we go. So they impeached him, but the, 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 did they convict him? No. So if they convicted him, he would have been kicked out of office. So he was not kicked out of office either. Violating the Tenure of Office Act by attempting to replace Edwin Stanton, the Secretary of War, while Congress was not in session. I knew it was something in a position in someone. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. What, how, why would Congress not be in session? Where were they? There's they were, a, like, on a lunch break. Congress goes out of session for periods of time. They'll go on breaks so they can go home, back to their districts. District so, 12. District 12. 435 districts. So they go back and they, you know, do try to – I don't know what they do when they go back home. Okay, so we talked pretty in-depth about the Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm. Last episode, so now the Iowa, uh, Iowa, why am I, I think I have multiple sclerosis. <laughs> I don't understand why I keep stuttering. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you, have you not noticed that? I keep like, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> it's really frustrating. Does it, like any piece of your face feel heavier than the other? Are you having a stroke? No, I don't think so. Do you have trouble balancing? It's just like my thoughts are not, my mouth is not moving quick enough for like what's going on in my head. Yeah. So it's like. Do you know who else has that problem? Joe Biden. 
that's why he stutters when he debates. So the Iowa caucus is over. Mm. So we're not going to try to explain the Iowa caucus again. If you haven't listened to the last episode, then go back and listen to that before. Well, we actually might have to like a little tiny bit because of what the fuck happened to them. Okay. So, but I understand it a little bit more, so it'll be a little bit more of a sensical thing. Okay. Okay. So, the Iowa caucus. Okay. So, a little bit of background really quick. Iowa caucus, first contest, all the candidates to see who the fuck we're going to choose to who run against. Who that state is going to pick for the Democratic nomination. Yes. Okay. So... Everybody meets in the little in the precinct, so they all go to their local like gym, where where the fuck ever. Fire department. Fire department. Wherever they're told, think of it like your polling location. Like you have, everyone has to go to the polling location at once. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they all group off by candidate, like Sanders supporters over here, Booty Judge over here, <laughs> Miss Pete. Miss Pete. Um, I am a gay man, so I can say that. Uh, so yeah, you get it. They all group off by candidates, and okay. so the person in charge counts and they how many, count how many, how many supporters each thing each has. person has so that is the called the first alignment oh okay okay so that's the first set of data that they had they were going to release was which candidate had, had the, the most firsts in the first alignment okay okay and then whoever has the least amount <gasps> goes away we're getting there okay so bernie sanders won the first alignment and okay. I say that, I say first with like bold and it's like italicized yeah. and, and underlined. Yeah, and there's like an asterisk. Because there's a second vote here in a second, okay? Okay. So Bernie Sanders won this by quite a bit, mm-hmm. okay? Which we weren't surprised. Which we, we weren't surprised. We predicted that he was going to Joe Biden Iowa. did really fucking bad, by the way, just so you guys know. So then you have the second vote. And how the second vote works is... Any candidate that did not get at least 15% of the vote in the first alignment. Okay. They go away. They're gone. Bye. So then everybody runs around to try to grab all those people. And then people can kind of switch around as well. So then there's like another 30 minutes where everyone, it's like round It's like musical chairs. It's like (laughs) musical chairs. And everyone's like belly dancing, right? (laughs) So then he says, freeze. Everybody clap your hands. Come on, y'all. Check it out, y'all. How low can you go? Can you go down low? All the way to the floor? How low can you go? Can you bring it to the top? Like it never, never stop? Can you bring it to the top? One hop. Everyone stops and gets with, you know, again, they go, they get grouped off by candidate. And then they count again. And then this is called the final alignment. Okay. The final alignment. Bernie Sanders won that as well. But Pete Buttigieg came in a very, very close second. So that's the second set of data that they released. The third set of data is the number of delegates each person, each candidate ends up with towards like their nomination count. You have to get 1,991 delegates to get the Democratic nomination. Okay. Iowa has 21. 
<laughs> well, hot damn. Where do you get the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> All over the fucking place. That's Jesus. why there's... <laughs> or I'm sorry, not 21. Um, 41. Something like that. Oh, the, okay. That, it's much better. <laughs> much better. Much better. 41 delegates up for grabs. Okay. So... Are we done? No. <laughs> because this is where the controversy comes in. Okay. So Bernie Sanders won the first vote and the second vote. Guess who got the most amount of delegates out? Which is the only thing that matters because that's what you take to the convention. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. So how does that work? If Bernie won the first two votes, Uh how did Pete get the most delegates? Because even though Bernie Sanders won the most amount, it's it's like the electoral college. That's what I said last time. Yep. That's literally what I said. That's exactly what it is. He won a bunch of rural counties. Like if you look at the map, and you see all the places he won, mm-hmm. it looks like he would have won. Like, you, if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, he won the vote. Right. Even though Bernie So Sanders Bernie got, won the popular vote. Pete, Pete won, won the, electoral the electoral college. college. Yep. In New Hampshire. New Hampshire's a bad example. New York. Look, okay. Whoever gets the most amount of votes gets the most amount of delegates. Right. But it's, that, it's not always like that. It's, only, it's not always like that. Right. You just have to win in the right spots. Right. That's so confusing. It's very strange. The 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 whole situation. I know. Okay, so back to back to life. Bernie won the votes. Pete got the delegates. Mm -hmm. So essentially, Pete won Iowa. However, however you want to look at it. Has anyone officially declared a winner? No one will because no one wants to touch it, and they're still kind of like arguing over the results. So what the. They were supposed to come out with, like, all this data and the result, like, that night. Yep. And you made yourself coffee, and you stayed awake. And they had they didn't release it for days. But they didn't release really – they haven't really released anything because they still haven't declared a person. They've released all the data that they have, and they released the vote totals. But now they're redoing them because they don't – there's a bunch of discrepancies. Because this is what fucking happens when you have, like, old-ass ladies and fucking – you and I running the goddamn election. Well, and I feel like just the caucus in general is not working. No. Like that, that system maybe doesn't work. It's old and weird and stupid and... What happened? Like, what occurred? What are the discrepancies? Like, was it that we tried to do stuff on the computer? Is it... People it was them like, trying to get the vote totals in because the app wasn't working and none so of them know how to... this was done on an app. It was supposed to be. But so none they of them moved knew how over to, use, to technology. Yes, but no one knew how to use the app because they didn't hold like a training on how to So no one could figure out how to use the app. So then they were all calling. That and just you, sounds super asinine. But then you have all of these precincts trying to call the Iowa Democratic Party. There's like 1,900 precincts. Right. There's so everyone's trying to call in. To, and they're probably still getting a busy signal because it's the 90s. And it's in Iowa. Yeah. And this whole process is... Makes no sense. Stupid. Yes. So that's what happened there. So typically, Iowa, there's oh, there's usually like a hard winner out mm-hmm. of Iowa. 2016, there wasn't because Hillary Clinton won it, but she won it by like a half of a percentage of a half of a point. So... The, it, her so Bernie, it wasn't like a landslide It wasn't situation. like... No. She got like one more delegate than him. So who do we say is... is the winner it's at the same we situation don't. we say it's bernie and pete it's yeah for now 
Peter Sanders. So they're going to redo it? They're going to, like, recount the votes and all that, yeah. Okay. At least they're thinking about it. So we'll get a winner out of Iowa eventually. Not necessarily. We may never know. We may ne- we truly, truly may never get, like, a hard, like, this person won. Right. That's very fucking weird. It is very weird. But we have a hard winner out of New Hampshire. Okay, so <laughs> Iowa well, caucus was last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I don't know what day. Last Monday. Last Monday. So mm-hmm. the Iowa caucus was on? February 3rd. February 3rd. The New Hampshire primary was? On the 12th. The 12th. So yesterday. Yesterday. No. Today was Thursday, right? Yeah. It was on the 11th. So Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, so they were a week and a day apart. Yep. So what do we know about the New Hampshire primary? Bernie Sanders won the New Hampshire primary. And how do you feel? So I knew, Bernie Sanders won the New Hampshire primary in 2016 as well. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was going to win it. What does that state look like as far as, like, is it the same situation, delegates versus votes so to in the new hampshire primary it's whoever gets the most amount of votes gets the most amount of delegates right 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 in this specific instance however bernie and pete their vote totals were very close Mm -hmm. close enough that they got they netted the same amount of delegates out of the state they both got nine they both got nine delegates yep do you know how many votes they each got let me look it up Okay, so Bernie got 76,000 votes and Pete got 72,000. So though, so how did they get the same amount of delegates? Uh, because I believe it doesn't say like why their delegate totals are the way that they were. Okay, that's fine. We're never going to understand or learn why things are the way they are. I don't know how they allocate the delegates. Yeah. But I think because maybe Pete won one of the congressional districts, because the way they allocate delegates in the state is based upon population, congressional delegates, shit like that. Like mm-hmm. how many like congressional seats they have, how big their dicks are. Yes. Yeah. So, Definitely. yeah. So Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire. Okay. So we need to take all of this with a grain of salt for a couple of reasons. One, Amy Klobuchar did really well in New Hampshire. and the re- So she came in what, third? She came in third. And this is because of the debate that happened on Friday. On Friday. Yeah. Because after Iowa, even though we couldn't get a winner declared, right. Pete Buttigieg, his numbers were soaring. Debate happens. Nothing significant was said at this debate, really. The only two things that came out of this debate was they all, like, took a shit all over Pete Buttigieg. Everybody was going after him. Why, though? And they do that a lot. Because they don't, they're like. They don't think he's no he's, material. No, they don't. They don't think he can win. Yeah, but he... He won these two contests. I was going to say, he seems to be doing quite well for himself. So, and Amy Klobuchar especially, like, can't fucking stand him. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. They totally... She feels threatened. Yes. But she had a fantastic debate performance. 
On Friday. On Friday. So well that she was, like, in fifth place in the polling. Like, fifth or sixth. And she came in third. Yeah. And she came in third with 20% of the vote. In New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. So she got six delegates out of it. Yeah. And her name is out there now. People are starting to talk about she's, her. Yeah, she's an actual contender She's now. Because all we've really to- talked about is Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, and Joe Biden is, he came in fifth. Yeah, but he hasn't done well at all. He wasn't going to do well in these first two contests. No, but he hasn't even done well like, at the debates. He's like not He's saying bleh. anything that makes sense. His teeth are falling out. Yep. We're it's very sad. But, yeah, he's not. He's he's not with it. No. Nope. But I don't know why. Oh, but the reason I was talking about Amy Klobuchar, mm-hmm. had she not had such a good debate performance and hadn't surged in the polls. Now, are people actually watching these debates? Uh, yeah, I guess. They were in New Hampshire. Like, are pe- enough people watching them to where it makes a difference as far as, like, them going out and voting? I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of times it does. In this instance, it has to, because this is the only reason that she would have surged so late. Um, And had that not happened, Pete potentially could have won this. Won New Hampshire? Yes. But he came in a really close second. He came in a really close second, but she probably pulled a little bit of support from him. Yeah. So what is it at the? De- what did she do at the debate that was so fantastic? Just she was a lot more confident in her answers than she normally was. She had a really good moment um, when she was going after him for his lack of experience, mm-hmm. and she had a really good moment with Elizabeth Warren as well. And it just her presence. Her presence has gotten a lot better. Yes, and she's starting to have make better arguments about why, as a moderate, she's you know the best choice. I think it's probably a little bit easier now, too, when there's not so many people there. Mm-hmm. You have more of a chance to be heard, and you have more of a chance to formulate an argument. Because for a while there, there was, like, 21 people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is – I don't know. I would see that, and I'd be like, what is even the point of me trying to answer these questions to be heard over 21 other people or yeah. 20 other people? I would just be like, fuck it. I'm going to wait until there's, like, five of us left. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, like – that's like your back yeah, strategy. Like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna shine when there's not that many people. One say. thing that I've noticed, and you and I talked about this the other day as far as Pete goes, mm-hmm. because I am shocked that a gay man is doing so well. Yeah, and I know. that like us as a country, like I didn't think we were ready for that. I still don't think we're ready. I don't think we're ready for that either, but again, he doesn't come off. Well, and that's... A certain type of way. That's kind of what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Because I told you that I had a friend who's very conservative, and she's not been... It's not that she's been vocal, but she hasn't been shy about like certain things that she believes and certain opinions of hers. Mm-hmm. But she really likes him, which surprises me. But it's really interesting because he's doing so well and he's winning Mm -hmm. and it's like i don't know people aren't they for some they don't see a gay man when they see him well and there's something about him that still represents a conservative value i think yeah his persona his persona his military experience he's married Mm -hmm. 
even though he's married to a man. Yeah. People still are okay with him. Here's the thing, though, that we have to, and this is why I said we have to take the two contests with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's early. It's early, and both of these states are like 90% white. Right. South Carolina and Nevada are our first two. Nevada is next Saturday. Those are our first two contests Mm -hmm. that have actual people of color, minorities, what the Democratic Party actually looks like. Right. That's the first time we get to see those. There's not a lot of minorities in New Hampshire. (laughs) Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Okay. So I see what you're saying. And those are groups that Joe Biden has done particularly well with. Yes. But he has that the support is kind of waning. But Pete does not have the minority no. vote. No. He has, like, the opposite of the minority he vote. He has, like, the un-minority vote. Yeah. He's – in South Carolina, he's pulling out, like, 2%. Like, he's not – I, I, I don't, think we, we've touched on this a little bit. But, mm-hmm. like, what is it about him that isn't translated? is not doing well for the minority vote? He has to be – I know he – there, and I don't know the – schematics of it but he had some issues with race relations Mm -hmm. during his time as mayor in south bend and i don't know he's just a dorky white guy dorky white guy yeah i just i don't know how to feel about pete and then like, we could potentially have, like, a gay president before we have a woman president. I know, right? So, so much we like women. Not that there. I, like, feel any type of way about it, but that would be, like, a very interesting turn of events. That would be a very interesting turn of events. But would you, as a woman, would that make sense to you? Like, wouldn't you just be like, oh, yeah, it's about right? It, what intrigues me is that people are, it's almost like they're the equivalent of being colorblind, mm-hmm. but to his sexuality. Yeah. Because I feel like we are still fairly f- homophobic. Oh yeah. As a country, there. I mean, there's obviously still a lot of people that are homophobic, and would immediately not vote for him because he is gay. Mm-hmm. But then there are people who look at him and see that because he's maybe not outwardly effeminate, mm. or he doesn't sound gay or he doesn't look gay, that they can ignore it. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't think that's fair. It's not fair. And that's why a lot of fair. People, <laughs> life isn't fair. Uh, and that's why a lot of people don't like him. Like, LGBT youth isn't, like, excited about him. Right. I haven't heard a lot of support from him from that community. No, because they all want to vote for fucking Bernie Sanders. But what is it about Bernie Sanders that appeals to the youth? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're privileged that we don't feel that, like, deep capitalist oppression that I guess everybody else fucking feels. I don't know. I truly don't know. Because I have a lot of friends that just, like, I see them post things and, like, I know that they're in support of Bernie Sanders. I just Well, no, I talk about my friends all the time. They're obsessed with Bernie Sanders. I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm not... Like, you can't really think that this guy's going to get elected and get... Everybody free health care. Yeah, like, you can't be that naive. I don't know. 
I don't know what it is. I because I wasn't big on Bernie Sanders the first time around. No, I wasn't either. But I was ready to vote for fucking Hillary Clinton, and she's going to prison. So I like really thought that she was gonna like come out with a <laughs> like she was running for president again. I did too. I really thought that, that. would have been terrible for her. Oh yeah, but I not thought, a good choice. No, but I thought that she would have. I really thought that, like in June, like after the first debate, that we were gonna see like a headline at some point for her. It was like miss me yet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. So before we close out, I think we should remind everybody who's left, mm-hmm. and then remind everybody of like the upcoming important dates. Okay. For, like, the rest of these primaries and... All that jazz? Yeah. So who do we have left running for the Democratic nomination? So, obviously, we know Bernie Sanders, Pete, Elizabeth... How does Elizabeth do in these states? Fourth. Both. Fourth for both? And then Biden came in fifth? She came in third in Iowa. Okay. Amy came in fourth. And then Joe came in fifth. What about New Hampshire? She came in fourth and Joe came in fifth. Okay. Um, okay, so we have Bernie, Elizabeth, Amy Klobuchar, Pete, Joe Biden, and then who else? Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is still in there for whatever Michael reason. Bloomberg is coming. He's like kind of on the up and up. He is on the up and up, and he wasn't. he's not in the first four contests. Or he might be in Nevada. I'm not sure if he's in Nevada or not. I know he's not in South Carolina. Okay. But Super Tuesday. Super, 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 super fucking Tuesday. Okay. March 3rd. March 3rd is do or die for these candidates. There are so many fucking primaries. On is it the- like over half the country? I don't think it's that many, but it's, it's, not that, it's not that dramatic. It's not that many. But it's some of the biggest states in the Democratic California, Colorado, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Texas, some in Virginia. There's a lot more, but those are smaller states. Okay. But those are the big ones because those are really heavily populated states. There's a lot of delegates. And that's on March 5th? Yeah. Think about it. There's in Iowa, there was 41 delegates. In New Hampshire, there was 24. Mm-hmm. On Super Tuesday, out of all of these places, there's – 1,344 delegates up for grabs that night. Wow. California alone has 415. That makes sense. Okay? So everybody get your... And we can watch this. Like, they'll be covering all this on TV. So we typically watch MSNBC or CNN. Yes. And pretty much any news source. Anywhere. They'll... Super Tuesday will be... Yeah. I'm going to have my shirt off. I may have to wear like a red pantsuit. Not a red pantsuit. Maybe a blue pantsuit. A blue pantsuit. Yeah. Be like, it's Super Tuesday, guys. Yeah. California. And so everybody knows this. And we're going we're gonna to say this a couple of times throughout this election cycle. Just so you guys are all mentally prepared. California takes weeks to count their vote. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they all smoke weed there. No. <laughs> Everybody's stoned. They have a bunch of mail-in ballots. Oh. And most people vote by mail. Yeah. Like on election night in 2018, there was a couple of Republicans that were ahead in their race, but they couldn't call the races because two weeks later, 
after they counted all the mail-in votes, the Democrats won the election. Wow. Same thing with... That's ass. I would, like, no. Like, everybody, <laughs> get on your phone, get on the app, and vote. Like, that's what needs to happen. No, you don't want it on the app. Except we saw that in Iowa, and it didn't work. Yeah. So. No, it needs to be paper ballots. I don't know how I feel about the mail-in, because it takes... Arizona, same thing. Martha McSally in 2018 was leading on election night. We didn't think that Kirsten Cinema was going to be able to come back and win, and then... There it was. Yeah. Took a week and a half later for them to call the race for Kirsten. What happens if votes get lost in the mail? They don't. I mean, I'm sure they do, but not enough. Or really? maybe too. Really? You don't think someone's like intercepting the mail and being like, oh. If we had a race come down to like three or four votes, yeah. But yeah. like Arizona, for instance, by the time too, there's too, it's too many votes, too big. Yeah. yeah, the gap is too. big. I'm sure there was someone in the mail like, oh, let me throw out all these fucking Martha McSally ones really yeah. quick. Yeah, but I'm sure there was someone in there that was like, let me throw out all these Kirsten Cinema ones, so it cancels each other out. It's probably the exact same amount. It's not enough to net seventy nine thousand votes. Right, that wouldn't make sense. No, because you'd have to look in every single person's mailbox for the rest of your life. The, to see. You would have to look in. 79,000 plus one mailboxes. Exactly. And get 79,000 Kirsten Cinema ballots and throw them away. Yeah. Or Martha McSally ballots. That makes sense. But that couldn't happen. Nope. <laughs> okay, so we didn't finish talking about who's left. So we're going to have to start over. So we have Pete, we have Bernie, we have Joe. Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Michael Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg, Tulsi Gabbard, and I think that's really it because Deval Patrick quit. Andrew Yang, Andrew is Yang out. is out. I mean, who else is there? Who else was there? No Tom one. Steyer. Tom Steyer. Oh, Tom Steyer. I for Scotland. Is he Scottish? Is that why you say that every single? No, because he wears a stupid kilt tie <laughs> everywhere he goes on the campaign trail. He has on that red pattern tie. So he's got to be Scottish then. I don't fucking know. I'm sure it's something that we could find very easily if we tried. <laughs> we'll mention it next time. So March 3rd is Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. So we have to pay attention to see who wins all of those states. Uh, Do we know how many states officially? It's like, a, oh, I have it right here. So there's 15 contests, but one of them doesn't count because it's the American Samoa Caucus. <laughs> That's fucking rude. Okay, so it does count. <laughs> Why wouldn't it count? American Samoa? Isn't that just like Hawaii? No. Hawaii is, is a state. American Samoa. What is American Samoa? Aren't Hawaiians Samoan? Have you ever heard Hawaii called American Samoa? <laughs> what is... <laughs> the fuck is Samoan? American Samoa. Samoa's. Girl Scout cookies. It's a U.S. territory. Where? In the Pacific. Hawaii is also in the Pacific. Yeah, but it's not the same goddamn thing. Yeah, but I thought that's like... It is literally unincorporated and unorganized U.S. territory. Has a population of 55,000. Oh. So why are we taking votes over there? Because it's a U.S. territory. And they get to vote in the primaries. I've literally never heard of this. (laughs) Yeah, Puerto Rico gets to vote in a primary. They don't get to vote in the actual election, but they at least get to vote in the primaries. Well, I've heard of Puerto Rico, and I know that it's a commonwealth, but I've never heard of American Samoa. What about the Northern Mariana Islands? Uh, no. Well, they have a caucus on March 14th. 
Why? I don't understand. Why? This is so far away from the United States. <laughs> well, have you ever seen where Hawaii is on a map? Yeah. This is nowhere near the United States. This would be like saying, like, okay, there's this one random city in China, and they're going to vote in our primary. <laughs> well, that's a part. It's been a, it's a territory of the U.S. It's been a territory of the, of the U.S. for, like, ever. That's really bizarre. I'm going to have to, like, <laughs> delve further into that because I don't understand why we need them to vote. Like, because – Sorry if you're Samoan. I just don't understand your culture. <laughs> so they don't get to vote in the presidential election, right? Okay. But they're still considered U.S. citizens. So we let them vote in the primaries. Okay. Like, if you're born in American Samoa, you're a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. You can come and run for president. But America but you can't vote for the president. Not there. But if you like moved to Texas, then you could. Then you could. Okay. Okay. I accept what you're telling me. Why it's a place that belongs to the United States, I have no idea. Maybe for like strategic. I don't know because we colonized a bunch of places and just went and like killed a bunch of people and took over the land. So it seems like something that we would have done there. Yeah, probably. Do you want to start the rose ceremony? I would absolutely love to start the rose ceremony. Okay, so who are you giving the rose to? I'm giving the rose to Amy Klobuchar. You gave you give her the rose every single time. Because I want her to win the nomination. <laughs> okay, so I'm not even going to elaborate. Who is going home? Joe Biden. Because he did so bad. Because he's old as fuck and it's time to go. It's over. Hang it up. Hang it up. It's unfortunate because like, flat screen. I thought he was going to be like our messiah. I thought he was too, but as soon as he started talking in June, I was like, mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't going to go well for anybody. But like the same, Hillary Clinton didn't come off as like, she didn't have like the I have dementia factor, mm-hmm. but she did like, in, kind of like would always say like a bunch of really dumb shit. So that's why I kind of thought that it wouldn't matter that Joe did that because she did that and it was fine and she still got the nomination. Right. But I guess we got hit to the game. And he's also had a ton of problems with fundraising, and that's something that didn't happen to her. She had no issues fundraising. He has, he has like, no, he's out of money. Yeah. So, Joe, Joe, Joe. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I'm going to pull a Pete Weber, and I'm going to end with no rose ceremony, and I'm just going to do, like, a mid-episode rose ceremony next week. Okay. So that's where I'm at. That's where you're because at? I, I don't want to pick a politician – to give the rose to, and I also don't want to send a politician home, so like, I'm just gonna wait till something cool happens, and then and I will, then. and then I'll start my rose ceremony, okay. or maybe I'll bring somebody back. <laughs> like, Wouldn't that be delightful? Yeah, I'll just, I'll mix it up. You'll never know what's gonna happen. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Good night, everyone. Good night. Pick us, choose us, love us. <laughs>